unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. We need to choose the gospel anyway, even when things are going good. Because a lot of times in the scriptures, people like, it talks about like, oh, they got prosperous, things were going well, and they started to forget the Lord. Hello there. It's just me today on this, uh, the set feels so big right now. I don't know. It just feels so big and I feel so alone, but I'm not alone because I'm talking to you people, you wonderful audience and friends that we have out there. Um, breaking down the fourth wall. But today I'm going to talk a little bit about my conversion. Um, just kind of how that's gone in my life and my testimony and just kind of where we're at. Like a few hosts on the show, I have been born and raised in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So from day one, I was born into the covenant. My parents have been active um, church attending members my whole life. Most of my family has been. Um, I definitely kind of grew up in that life. So it's definitely not something that's very new to me. But that being said, I still have had my own conversion journey, just like all of us have. It's been kind of, and you know, it's different for everyone. And and for me, it's been gradual. And I've had some experiences that have attributed to that. But the first time I ever remember kind of being conscious of my own conversion and of, of my own testimony was when I was 12. So I was born in Ogden, Utah, and we moved to Reno, Nevada when I was really, really little. And growing up, I, me and my best friend were the only ones in my school who were members of the church other than like my brother. And there was probably like one or two other people. And so I was very used to being kind of the only one who like went to church, um, couldn't like hang out with people on Sundays. I was pretty used to that. And then, and I just hadn't really thought about it. It just was pretty normal. And then when I was 12, my dad got a new job and we moved out here to Utah and I had visited Utah. Like my family lives here. Um, but I just remember as a 12 year old being totally shocked. Jaws. By Utah, because I went from being one of the only members of the church in my school to being one of many. And I remember one of my first days at school, I was like in sixth grade and I was like, I was young, but I still was impacted by this. Um, somebody asked me, they came up to me and they're like, Hey, what ward are you in? And I was just like shook. I was shook to the core. I'm all shook up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I had no idea that like other people knew what a ward was. If you don't know what a ward is, it's basically like a geographical organization of the groups we meet together with on Sunday, kind of like a parish, you know, and I was just floored. And all of a sudden I had found myself surrounded by all these people who were also members of the church. And the reason I say this is because that was the first time I looked at myself and how I viewed the gospel, because I was seeing people live the kind of the gospel in different ways. I remember being like, these people like, I don't know, they swear a lot or I, I kind of know, you know, you go through junior high and high school and obviously all the struggles that that comes with, like life of the youth. Um, I just remember being like, I don't know, like, how do I personally feel about living the gospel? Because I know there are a lot of people around me who might not 
um, care so much, or maybe they've been doing some stuff on the weekends and, you know, everyone has their own things that they're doing. But that was the first time that I really thought about like what the gospel meant to me. And I wouldn't say that growing up, I really ever doubted my testimony. I always felt in my heart that the, that I was doing the right thing. Um, that the church was this, this beautiful and true thing in my life. I, I doubted very little and it came up to my mission or my mission age, I guess. So when I was a senior in high school, that was when they changed the mission age. A young man will have the option of being recommended for missionary service beginning at the age of 18. Young women may be recommended for missionary service beginning at age 19 instead of age 21. And so all of my friends around me started getting ready to go on missions because that was all of a sudden like people were turning 18 right then. And there was like this scramble and this whole hype about going on the mission. And it was awesome and it was wonderful. And a lot of my friends had planned on going. My two very best friends were submitting their mission papers. And I actually did not want to serve a mission. I had just gotten into BYU and I was really grateful and excited and just hyped to be there and you know, do school and date and everything. So um, I always said that a mission wasn't for me, even though I loved the gospel. But one day I was driving home from my school. I was going home to visit my, my family for a weekend and I was listening to music really loud and just like jamming and dancing, just like any 19 year old would do. And um, I was hit with this spiritual experience. It was like, uh, it almost was like, like I was like struck by lightning kind of. Um, it felt like I saw a movie in my head and this movie, this like little motion picture that went through my mind was me being a missionary. And I just remember being like, no, 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 this is not what I want to do. And I fought it. I wrestled with the spirit for like a month, but it was pretty evident to me through my scripture study and my prayers that this is what God wanted me to do. And so I made one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in my life. And I chose to go on a mission. And even then I was like, I don't know, but this is what I'm going to do. So I went to Chile. I got my mission call. I went and I served there. And I would say that everyone can develop a testimony and a conversion in so many different ways. And for me, one of those necessary ways was by serving a mission. Because it was at that time when I truly learned to develop a relationship with my Savior I would say that before then I knew about Jesus and God and I knew that they were there and I prayed, but I definitely didn't have that personal relationship or really the understanding of the atonement that I had hoped that I would have. And then being on the mission and being put into all the turmoil and all of the blessings and the cool things and the hard things that happen with a mission. I studied the gospel. I learned to actually hunger after the gospel and the scriptures and the Book of Mormon. And that was so monumental for me. And now I see, looking back, why God wanted me to do that. So I'm super grateful for that experience. And not only that, but it brought a lot of blessings for me personally. Like I met my husband there. Um, I com I was like, he was a Chilean and I converted him. No, I'm just kidding. He was, he was a, he's from Salt Lake City. He was also a missionary and we came home and, and got married and everything. So it's been quite a journey, but I always felt like my conversion story wasn't very exciting. 
know, I think there's probably a lot of members of the church that feel that way. Like, I grew up in the church. I had a fairly easy life. I wouldn't say, like, I don't know, my, my life wasn't that hard growing up. I had a kind family and supportive friends. I had great friends through high school. For the most part, things seemed pretty good. And when I was at the MTC, I actually talked to some of my district members about this because they were sharing experiences that they had about like their parents got divorced and they were sharing about really hard things that they went through and how they could help people based on those experiences. And I just felt really bad and kind of cried to them because I said, I don't know how I'm going to help people if I like, don't know what they're going through. And a couple of them shared, shared, shared some really good insights. Like when you go through life and even if it feels easy at the time, like we'll all have our really hard challenges that will come for everybody in many different levels. But even when life doesn't seem like you're going through an Abrahamic trial, essentially, sometimes we need to choose the gospel. We need to choose the gospel anyway, even when things are going good. Because a lot of times in the scriptures, people like it talks about like, oh, they got prosperous. Things were going well and they started to forget the Lord. So I've learned that kind of making that effort to keep the Lord in my life has been huge. And then another one uh, is just the power of the Book of Mormon, because I, I work in the digital sphere of like sharing the gospel. It's what I do for a living. And there are a lot of tough issues and questions and things that we need to unpack within the church and within the gospel. Like we're kind of on the forefront with those answering those questions. And I've had to look at myself and think, am I going to let these questions get to me or, or what should I learn about them? Like all of the tough issues with the church. And one thing I found is that if I center my testimony in, in the Book of Mormon, in Jesus Christ and in his gospel, then everything else just kind of falls into place. Like, do we have all the answers? No, we don't. But I especially have found so much solace and foundation in my savior in the Book of Mormon. Like people read the Book of Mormon. I just read it every day because it truly, truly will help you come closer to God. And I, I don't know all the answers yet. Like my conversion is still going just like all of us are. We're still kind of going through life and learning the things we need to learn. But um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I am so grateful for the gospel. Even if, if someone were to come and, and say like, oh, like and if an angel came or I don't know. It was like, okay, the gospel is not, not actually true. I don't know. I still would live it because of how much it has blessed my life. I am grateful for it and grateful to know that I have a savior who loves all of us. So I, I guess I would end this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Even though we're on a video, but I think that's how I do it. Anyways, that's kind of my story. Um, we would love to hear anything you guys have to share about whether you relate to anything that I said or just have anything you want to share. Honestly, your stories really keep us going. So give a like, comment, subscribe, all those things. But thanks for watching this video and good day. That is all. <laughs> Good day, mates. I don't know how to end these, especially by myself. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.